Today's episode is brought to you in part by Logos. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. Do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible, and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. Right now, you can find my book, Virtuous Persuasion, A Theology of Christian Mission, as well as get a listener discount on Logos by visiting logos.com slash mneebauer. That's logos.com slash mneebauer. What does it mean to be pure in heart? Is holiness something that we achieve or something God does for us? What is the relationship between purity of heart and a vision of the face of God? Welcome to This We Believe, the podcast where we explain the essential texts of the Christian faith. My name is Dr. Michael Niebauer. Jesus continues the Beatitudes by declaring, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Purity of heart is related to holiness and cleanliness. In the Bible, the heart is not just a reference to emotions or feelings, but is also the place from which all of our thoughts and actions flow. Therefore, to be pure in heart is to have all of one's inner thoughts, as well as one's words and deeds, cleansed of sin and open to fully receiving God's holiness. Purity of heart does not simply mean refraining from bad actions. Rather, it means to consecrate all of one's life, to set aside every thought, word, and deed, and ask God to make them holy. The word consecrate means to set aside so that God might make holy. It is God who makes things holy since God alone is holy. In the Old Testament, for instance, the Israelites would consecrate all of the various objects in the temple through elaborate rituals. In so doing, they demarcated the space of the temple as a special location where God's presence could descend and make holy. In the New Testament, St. Paul states that our bodies are living temples of the Holy Spirit. This means that we are called to consecrate our very bodies to set aside our hearts, our thoughts, and our minds so that God might make us holy through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We do not become holy through some great works or accomplishments. Instead, we become holy by, in a sense, getting out of the way of ourselves. Rather than seeking first our own desires, we offer up every aspect of our lives to God, asking God to make each of these areas holy. This is a much higher standard to strive for. Often we can think of purity and holiness as simply the striving for the avoidance of sin. Here we identify those actions that are wrong and assume that everything that is not wrong is morally neutral. Take, for instance, our television viewing habits. Most of us watch numerous hours of television each week on various devices. We can identify within these activities, areas of obvious sin, such as the viewing of pornographic, violent, or exploitative material. It is, of course, important for Christians to refrain from viewing such material. But those who are pure in heart do something more. 
they consecrate their television viewing. They set set it aside and ask God to make their television viewing holy and honoring to him. The pure in heart do not simply avoid harmful images. They seek to honor and delight in God with what they watch, how they watch, and how often they watch television. Such a consecration could wind up drastically altering our viewing habits, perhaps even forcing us to scale down the amount of TV we watch and avoid shows that, although not explicit, distract us from honoring God. While the pathway to Christian maturity often begins by identifying and refraining from obvious areas of sin, it should lead us to this further pursuit of holiness. We should seek to consecrate every thought and action, to set it aside and ask God to make it holy. In so doing, God will make us individuals who are pure in heart. Jesus says that those who are pure in heart will see God. This is a direct reference to Psalm 24, which says, Who shall ascend the mountain of the Lord, and who can stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not pledged themselves to falsehood, nor sworn by what is a fraud, they shall receive a blessing from the Lord and a just reward from the God of their salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, and those who seek your face, O God of Jacob. We see in this psalm a direct correlation between purity of heart, holiness, and the scaling of the mountain in order to see the face of God. As we have seen, mountains in the Bible are the places where human beings encounter God. The top of the mountain was the holiest of locations, and it was there where humanity was created to eventually see God face to face. However, sin and unholiness prevents human beings from seeing God. In the Old Testament, one had to go through elaborate purity rituals just to get to the base of Mount Sinai. And even Moses was denied his request to see God face to face. Moses was not pure and thus could not see God's face and live. However, In this beatitude, Jesus promises that the pure in heart will see God. It is a promise that those who believe in him as Lord and God will receive the Holy Spirit, and this Spirit of God will be at work inside of them, slowly making them holy. This process of becoming holy, what Christians call sanctification, will be brought to completion when we die and are resurrected in the last day. This is why in the book of Revelation, our resurrection takes place on a mountain. We will finally be able to ascend the mountain of the Lord all the way to the top, where we will see Jesus face to face. The Holy Spirit will have completely sanctified us, allowing us to see Jesus and live forever. What does this future reality mean for us in the present? While we are not completely holy in this lifetime, we can still become more sanctified in the present. As we consecrate our whole hearts to God, as we offer up every area of our lives to Him, God will give us clean hands and pure hearts, and we will begin to see Jesus more fully in the present. This vision of Jesus 
for the time being, remains internal. We will see Jesus more clearly in our hearts and in our mind's eye as we become more holy. And this vision of Jesus in our hearts will stoke our hopes for the day when what we see internally, we will see externally on the mountain of God. On Mount Zion, we will see Jesus face to face. It is at that moment that the words of this beatitude will fully come true. We will be people made fully pure in heart by the Holy Spirit, and thus will see God. I'd like to thank you for joining me today on This We Believe. If you have enjoyed this episode, I'd ask that you tell one other friend about us, and this will go a long way to helping us reach others. You can also leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. If you would like to connect further, please visit our Facebook page at This We Believe Podcast, our Twitter at We underscore Believe underscore Pod. If you have a question that you would like answered on a future show, please send us an email at thiswebelievepodcast at gmail.com. Take care and God bless. Mm-hmm.